0: This is All the Right Marketing, a publishing podcast by Cardinal Rule Press. Now, here's your host, Maria Desmondi.
1: All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We are back with All the Right Marketing, where we discuss creativity in the space of marketing and advertising and getting messaging out into the world. Today, I'm super excited because a colleague of mine and friend, Hannah Molstep, is here to talk about Facebook and all the things. But before, Dana, I want to tell the audience a little bit about you. You are the CEO and founder of Boss Mom, launching Boss Mom brand with the first book, Boss Mom, The Ultimate Guide to Raising a Business and Nurturing Your Family Like a Pro, all the way back in 2015, and that started an international movement, which I became a part of, and that is how I met Dana. The Boss Mom's Facebook group community has organically grown to over 50,000 members. And there are now boss mom local meetups in over 80 cities, which is something we should talk about how it can go from a Facebook group to this community outside Mm -hmm. of that group. Dana believes that we need to show our children that doing what we love can be financially viable. Welcome. Thanks. And by
0: the way, we are 55,000 now. We just did our 55,000 dance party where I literally danced in my living room uh, during a Facebook Live and everybody joins in with either themselves or their children. I was alone. How did Uh, I miss that?
1: (laughs) So, Dana, let's talk about, first of all, why did you start the Facebook group?
0: Well, uh, I think women especially naturally need community. And I grew up moving around all the time. So I didn't have this base of friends I'd have for 40 years or uh, any of those things, right? I basically didn't have anybody who was doing what I was doing. Um, So I found myself in this space where I was starting my own business. And I had my first baby, and he was uh, like five months old. And the people I was hanging around were looking at me, going, Why would you do that? Go get a job. You need some security. You need these different things. And they're making me feel bad. And I said, There's got to be a way for me to find other women that don't make me feel like my decisions are bad decisions. (laughs) And so I basically went in and started hanging out in other people's Facebook groups and connecting there and realized. There are tons of moms out there running businesses and starting businesses. And then from there, um, met up with uh, some friends who one was a book coach and um, ended up, I'd always wanted to write a book, and I thought it would be about marketing. And when we sat down and brainstormed it out, what came out was Boss Mom. And when I told everybody about it, what I wanted to write, what I wanted to write, this book that made people not feel guilty about wanting to be more than just um, a mom, that how important it is for our kids to see us doing these great things, everybody wanted was like, yes. So I started the Facebook group after I became somewhat micro-famous in somebody else's space um, and then brought everybody along. And then the book came out, the podcast came out, and we just, I have a very specific way of, in, of creating engagement within groups, which we can talk about, yeah. um, which is different than what a lot of people are doing. And it has created an ecosystem where we are getting a hundred posts a day. We're getting 5,000. Um, so it's hundred posts a day, 5,000 comments, uh, or no, 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 it's like a hundred thousand comments. So we're getting posts. Yeah, it's just it's insane. It's like a hundred thousand something. It's a lot of numbers that I obviously do not have in my head this morning. Well, um, the, but it's
1: <laughs> there's a reason you don't have them in your head, is because you're not managing everything within the side of the group, which I think is important to note. Yes.
0: As, well, now I don't manage any anything really, except for going in and doing lives and somebody else does all the posting that we do planning meet. Yeah, there's a, so it's a it's an ecosystem now that even if I Went away for a month, my leadership and presence would still be there, but the ecosystem, how we've trained all of our members to engage. I mean, we have 72 to 75% of 55,000 people engaging every single month, which our group is not the biggest group that ever existed by any means, but it is one of the most engaged groups. There are very few groups that aren't getting most people that have, you know, they've got a podcast or a book and they start a podcast or start a a Facebook group and they'll have have 50,000 people in that space, but they're getting 50 posts a month, right? And there's not a lot of engagement and the growth is happening because people are finding them uh, from their podcast or their book internally versus the Facebook group creating, you know, the ability for them to grow their book or their podcast, Mm -hmm. um, which is what we've created because 80% of the people that come in are recommended through Facebook. It's organic. We don't, we, I don't go out and figure out how to market. Facebook tells them that we are super engaged and awesome and people join us from there. And we get a
1: thousand people a month joining. That is huge. And I think it's important to note because a lot of the people tuning in are um, you know, in the book industry. They're either writers or authors or librarians or booksellers. Mm-hmm. And I think right now, people need this more than ever. So granted, we're talking about this thing that you started many, many years ago. When, when was it? What year did you start?
0: 2015. So we started the Facebook group, the podcast and the book all simultaneously. Oh,
1: oh my goodness. So everything started in 2015, but right now it's even harder to, to connect outside of our homes with everything that's happening. And so I think the idea of a Facebook group is coming to people's doorstep a lot more now than it was back in 2015. So I Mm -hmm. think these numbers that you're putting out there are (laughs) so important to understand. So I just wanna backtrack real quick. The group, has started right. So you have this Facebook group, people you can set up different privacy settings. And so, for those of you who don't know a ton about Facebook groups, it lives on Facebook, it's a separate community where you can have people come in, they um, can be accepted so that you're not being getting spam and you know, people who are just trying to sell stuff within the group. You can set up requirements for the group so that people aren't selling their products in the group. So you can create, like Dana had said, this ecosystem that runs the way that you want it to with respect, um, with dignity, which I think is really important. Um, Mm -hmm. People are taking care of each other. They're not putting people down and they're like-minded individuals. But at the same time, there's this level of trust in the community and privacy in the community as well. So if mm-hmm. somebody reaches out, which you know I'm a member of her community, and, but I missed the dance party clearly. Um, but I think that if you're a member there and you have a, an issue and you have a problem and you reach out to others, you feel this is a safe place that you can do so and that you're going to be mm-hmm. respected. So say these numbers again. So the growth, there's a seven, you said 70% engagement. And so what? tell, tell our listeners a little bit more of what that engagement means.
0: Okay, yeah, and and there's and 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 when they're starting a group too, there's one what kind they have to decide what kind of group they want to start, Mm -hmm. and then two there are certain rules and parameters just like you would with a kid that you want to set up, right? And then you can get into the engagement because if people are writing, you know, they say they're authors, they're publishers, they're whatever it is, you make a choice between having a long-term community. Right. And there are some people that don't want long term communities. You can absolutely have what we would call a pop up Facebook group that people do this all the time for book launches, where you create a community around the people that want to talk about your book. And it's very specific to your book. And in that way, you're engaging around that one particular topic. You can do pop ups for book tours where people can come in and they connect with you Um You know, you could do a Facebook group style summits if you're a publisher, like there's a lot of ways to do Facebook group, right? So you gotta know coming in what kind of community you want. Um, and and making that decision first will help you decide how everybody is going to engage and how everybody's role, because I'm a big believer if you want an engaged group, you have to know what your community ladder is, which is what are the natural roles that are going to be assumed by people so that you take some of that pressure off of yourself, and then it helps you know what your rules are, right? So for our rules, if you want an engaged community, I have a personal belief that there's two kinds of, of, outside of the don't be mean to each other, don't blatantly promo stuff. Like those those are just, everybody's got those. Facebook has those rules automatically set in, right? But the two that people mostly don't do because they think it will create engagement, but it ends up killing your engagement is motivational quotes and teaching posts. And this like breaks, people's brains when I tell them to not allow people to do them and to not do them because they go Dana but a motivational quote or a quote from my book or thing like everybody's gonna love it. And I'm like, but but what you're doing is you're pushing information at people. Mm -hmm. Right. When you go down and you sit down for at a coffee, you know, with a friend and and and, or maybe now a virtual coffee with a friend, right? And you're sitting down and you go, you don't sit down and just go and sit, like, say, hey, you know, did you know that, you know, 90% done is halfway there. And, you know, like life is either daring or nothing. Like you just start <laughs> quoting stuff. You don't do that. You sit yeah. down and you're like, okay, I have a question for you. I have this, this thing that just happened to my body. Is this normal at my age? Right? Like, like, hey, I'm trying to find a thing. What's your favorite thing? We start asking questions, right? So. Number one, if you want an engage community, no matter what kind of community you want, stop trying to teach them, stop doing these long form blog post style teaching posts and stop doing motivational quotes because what you're doing is you're trying to push inspiration at people and that doesn't create engagement. What you do is we create questions and we have very specific kinds of questions. We have um, decision support questions like, hey, This is the book cover I think I want. This is the book titles I'm thinking of. Which are your favorite? This is the podcast cover. These are the four books that we're looking to publish this year. Which one's your guys' favorite? You know, like, what do you think? So decision support is getting your community to help you. And that creates insane amounts of engagement. Number one rule, don't use uh, posts or don't use uh, polls in Facebook. Mm -hmm. So don't, it'll, 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 it tricks you to say, use this function. And then you can have trends and it's easier to see. But what it does is nobody comments. And what Facebook counts as engagement is not what happens in your polls, what happens in your comments. And so you want to say, hey, do you like one, two, three or four, A, B, C, and D, right? So that people can go in and actually tell you. And those things get insane engagement. People want to tell you their opinion. Second one is actual opinions, hey, you know, we're gonna go on a book tour. What is your what favorite podcast are you are you reading, right? What's your favorite book that you read? Like, hey, on the back of the book, what what you what do you want to know about what, you know, what somebody about somebody's life? You know, like what's your favorite companion course that's gone with a book that you've bought, right? Like what's the last thing you read to your kid? So yeah. that you you start getting questions that are their opinions and that starts telling you what your audience cares about outside of what you're doing.
1: And it's adding value too at the same time.
0: Well, it's starting conversations outside of you, people are connecting and people feel like you actually want to hear what they say instead of pushing what you want to say on people. It's a much more inclusive way to do it. And then Facebook starts to go, oh, it's like high school. Facebook is like high school. They start to go, well, you look popular. We should probably <laughs> like tell you about right. other people because we wanna hang out. We wanna be known for hanging out with the popular people, right? Yeah. And so so those questions, there's um, celebration questions, right? So it's like, oh my gosh, like don't tell people what, this is what they do. My the book just came out and go buy it, right? And then nobody and, and then you're like, great, everybody. But there's no reason to comment. Yeah, right. Yes. You can actually say, oh my gosh, my book just hit 25 or 100 or whatever it is on Amazon. Drop me a gif for celebration. In fact, do those and then later that day, turn on your camera and do like I do. Every time we hit milestones, we dance. Right. And if you don't feel comfortable, do something else. But this this idea, you maybe you have these corner readings where you read from your book and and I'm I'm a total silly pants, right? So I would be the one who I would put on like the coat in the corner with like a fake fireplace, and I'd be like (laughs) with my glasses. Okay, ladies, this is Dana's corner. So have fun, right? That's the other thing is have fun. Don't make everything so serious. Like enjoy engaging with each other social media is supposed to be social and that and socialness happens with good questions like that's the number one it happens with good questions stop teaching stop trying to motivate like that and create good questions and then the other one is permissions in a sense of belonging right so don't just create groups based off of the topic that you're writing about right think about the kind of people right if you've got if, if it's about um you know, something about health and wellness and you love running, you know, then people that love to run want to hang out together. You know, people that care about a certain kind of parent, positive parenting, like to hang out together. So think about what it is that pulls them together in a park on a Saturday versus just the topic of what you're, of what you're top talking about, right? What is it where we all feel like we connect as a group, Um, And that, that will help people want to be in that space and engage and connect. And they'll know, have an idea of what it is they're expected to connect about. And as as soon as you start asking really good questions, they'll be like, oh, we can ask questions here because most people, when you push training or, you know, and you push, you know, training and you push motivational quotes and those kinds of things, they don't know what their role is. So by asking questions, they start to realize okay, everybody ask questions here. This is a place where I can get answers and contribute my thoughts. And that in itself gives a good sense of community um, right off the bat.
1: I love it. And So from the owner's perspective, you're creating this community that supports you. They know you, they like you, they trust you. They have a Mm -hmm. sense of belonging in the community. I love the inclusivity part, making Mm -hmm. them feel included. Is there anything else going on in the back end as far as monetization? Because clearly they're going to respect and know your brand. So if there is something that you are selling outside of the Facebook group, they're going to be like, hmm, I'm going to check that out because I know, like, and trust her. But is there anything else happening with monetization? Yeah, yeah. So your
0: description is what people who aren't even in the group see. So the description we like to say uh, that you enter in, you know, you, we have templates and things like for this, but there's, there's there, you enter in, what the group's about, but then you tell them about how to get on your email list and a little bit about you, right? So the description of even if they don't get in the group, they can see those things. Um, and then Facebook has a functionality where it, it won't it won't be available when your group is tiny. So you'll have to do it a little bit manually, but it's uh, they start giving you a button once you start getting a flow of people in where you can just click and it pops up, it populates in a post, all the names of the new members. And we have a template welcome post that says, hey, here's, here's what to expect, here's what to do. We turn on the units, Facebook groups allow you to have units a lot like a course. And we create units of free resources, how to get the most out of this group right? Paid resources, like things like that. People we love um, those, you know, who are our moderators and those kinds of things. So you can send people to, because if you put links in Facebook, we are always sending people out, right? So I would recommend creating a post about your book or about your books or about whatever it is. You make a unit for it that highlights those, and then you go and every time you're welcoming somebody, you give them the link to that unit. Facebook will make that much more visible to them because you're keeping it inside Facebook. So units are a great way to promote all of your stuff without just uh, without just doing outside links because you'll notice, hey, nobody, I don't feel like anybody saw that. You'll see your reach and you'll be like, why didn't anybody see that? So units are good. Um, description in there. We tell them welcome, you. and then we we have a whole social calendar of the way we tell people to post in Facebook groups, and um, depending on the size of your group, uh, basically once a week or every other week, you're doing a flat out ask post, which tells them go buy this thing, go do this thing now. Our Facebook group is big enough and has such engagement that in order for us not to get lost, we literally have a ask promo post every single day. Wow. I don't recommend that for most people until you get to the point where you go, "Oh my gosh, I'm noticing I like in the scroll, you don't even see my stuff because we just have so much so yeah. much engagement." Yeah, I mean, we'll have posts that have thousand plus comments on them. And then, and, and it just, we just get lost. So, and, and we've been doing it for six years, but I will tell you, we've had people that tell us, you know, my engagement is up by 700%, you know, like my, my Facebook group was dead and now it, it, now it's thriving. Um, so all the, like it does, it's a methodology. It doesn't just work for me. We have a ton of women, all sorts of industries where it's working for them too.
1: And actually you commented a couple of times saying we, 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 and templates, So tell us a little bit more. Is there a resource that you can tell us about right now that individuals listening, if they're like, oh, I want to learn more? Yeah,
0: we have a, a little tiny course on how to build and run your own Facebook groups. It's only 47 bucks and it gives you everything. So it gives you exactly what rules to set up. It shows you step by step how to do it. Um, It tells you, gives you all the templates for the welcome, for the description, shows you how to do all the units, shows you exactly how to do lives. We recommend a, a once a week live where you're doing, you get to do a little bit of training, you get to do a little bit of permissions in there, so it creates this authority. We give you all the ways to run it so that you are seen as a leader, but you are not bearing the entire burden of running on it. Right. We tell we give you the social calendar of exactly what, you know, how to figure out what you're posting, um, all of those things. So yeah, the whole thing we tried to like make it as easy as humanly possible, because I'm a big believer that there are really important communities that need to be started. Right. Like we all want to run our businesses, but we do, we publish our books. We do the things we do because we think it's important and valuable in the world, and there's so many people feeling alone or isolated or un, like invaluable, like they're just they have no value, like nobody cares. Yeah. Um, especially the pandemic has made a lot of people feel like, "Am I needed?" Mm-hmm. Um, and I think their Facebook groups, if you're doing it right with the right kinds of questions and connecting with people, you you get to give people that sense of of me of value that they that somebody actually cares what their opinions are and that they're around in the world. So so we, yeah, we're like, we wanna make it as easy as possible for people to make communities that actually act as communities and not as storefronts.
1: Oh, well, we'll make sure to link to that in the show notes because I think a lot of people will be interested in that. Yeah, this is a lot of information, a lot of good information. <laughs> so we are going to go ahead and kind of categorize everything and um, recap in the show notes. But Dana, if people wanted to find out more about you and your community, where would you send them today?
0: Yeah, if you just go to boss-mom.com, that'll get you to our Facebook group, to the Boss Mom podcast. We just launched our um, Nurture to Convert show YouTube channel. Um yeah, all the, all the fun things, plus our free resources and other things you can get all there, all there and more.
1: And I'm a believer because I was part of your community and that's how we connected. And <laughs> I know. then I was connected to so many other individuals that have helped me along the way in this business because of the Boss Mom community. So Dana, thank you so much for having the time today to join us and to share with all of these listeners your nuggets of advice and success in building community. I appreciate your time. Aw, thanks for having me. Cardinal Rule Press
0: offers a variety of support to authors, booksellers, librarians, and families.
1: Find out more at cardinalrulepress.com.